Winnipeg fans, it has been quite the weekend to remember for the Winnipeg Jets after a very difficult loss to the Minnesota Wild last week. How would the Jets respond against the Dallas Stars and Chicago Blackhawks? Well, as it turns out, you really can't keep this team down for long because they have bounced back with a close win against the Dallas Stars and a massive win over the Blackhawks over uh, over the weekend. So we'll cover each of these games, what went right, what needs improvement, and some really controversial stuff from the Stars game on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets. You're locked on the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends, and welcome to tonight's episode of Lockdown Winnipeg Jets, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. As always, if you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, Odyssey, and YouTube. Doing so is completely free of charge and ensures you never miss another episode. But most of all, we just really love and appreciate your support. And thank you for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day. Now, rolling into the weekend for the Jets, obviously this past weekend was a big one, a three-game road trip, uh, which actually started on Wednesday of last week against the Minnesota Wild. And we talked about that game. Everything just kind of went to pot. It wasn't the best of outings, if we're being entirely honest. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Winnipeg has had this habit this year of maybe having a bad game and then following it up with a string of some pretty decent results and a, a good display of resilience, which I think, I don't know if it's like the attitude under bonus or what, but overall, I just feel like this team is more positive and more confident even when they struggle out of the gates or even lose in some pretty horrific fashions. And it's not like Bones has always been, you know, positive even after these after these losses. He'll rake the team over the coals if he feels they haven't really been holding up their end of the bargain. So, you know, it's good to see that this team is being held to accountability. I think it has at least started to have a bit of an impact on the team. Guys seem more honest with their assessments. You know, the team seems, I don't know, more vibey, I guess. That's always been a big thing that I think they were really focusing on was how do you make the players feel happier and get guys sort of on the same page and heal what was a pretty broken locker room. And so far, we're seeing some pretty good stuff. And nothing brings a locker room together quite like winning a huge game. And I think the the Dallas Stars game on Friday is a phenomenal example of this. Obviously, you know, that game, uh, for a number of reasons, was quite controversial. Uh, Now, the Jets in this game, I'm going to be 100% honest. They weren't amazing, right? Now, for the first two periods, the Jets and Stars... They definitely had some like pendulum swings. I think the Stars in general had the more dangerous opportunities, uh, especially in the slot. Winnipeg would hit back on some counters. And as the second period kind of rolled on, the Jets started to kind of claw back into this game, look a little more competitive. Uh, But, you know, even then they were still drawing with the scoreline and things looked all right. So, you know, Winnipeg was feeling good. Then they took the lead and everything kind of felt like, well, you know, maybe the Jets are going to pull this one off. And then, you know, the third period rolls around, and that's when the chaos starts. Uh, Winnipeg found itself into some power play trouble. 
which, you know, this is a situation where the Jets unfortunately had a bad PK. You know, not every night the PK has been uh, perfect. You know, some nights the PK is strong. Other nights it looks like it really doesn't, you know, have many improvements over last year's PK, which if you saw last year's PK unit, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Disorganized marking, way too much space afforded to shooters, and general defensive chaos. Well, the PK on this evening was not phenomenal. And unfortunately, you know, the, the Stars got some pretty easy looks. Hellebuck was mostly up to the task and had some really phenomenal saves. He had one particularly crazy save. I forget if it was at even strength or whatever, um, but he somehow bent backwards and managed to rub. I, I think it might have been Tyler Sagan who was trying to corral the puck to his stick and should have had an easy shot. But thanks to Hellebuck, you know, rolling on his goal stick, managed to block it. So, you know, Hellebuck definitely still sharp and, and trying to keep the Jets in this. But that third period, you could see Winnipeg was starting to crack a little bit. Now, unlike the one game where the, the Jets blew a 3-0 lead against the Canes, you know, Bowens had definitely learned from that and was rolling all, all four lines. But even then, you know, the Stars team, some of their point shots and stuff were starting to find ways through. Eventually, you know, an unscreened shot makes it like 4-3 or something. And you're you're starting to get nervous. And then Dallas pulls the goalie, of course, and, and Ottinger comes out. And then the Jets had probably the most controversial sequence of the whole game because, you know, as the, the Stars are cycling and creating zone pressure, pucks behind the net, Josh Morrissey is wrestling with Jamie Benn and in the process kind of pushed Ben a little bit into Hellebuck. Hellebuck was already leaning over and then got caught um, with his like neck along the post and Jamie's butt, to be honest. Uh, and in that whole process, his mask comes off. It sounded like he had a neck stinger and he's down and out for like, I don't know, five or 10 seconds. And in that whole process, the puck was still behind the net before being brought around and Jason Robertson had an empty net to shoot at. Now, this, in my opinion, should have been blown dead. And it sounds like most people do agree. Even Elliot Friedman's podcast was suggesting that this is a rule that might change because ruling, I believe it was 9.6, is very specific about, you know, when the mask comes off for the goalie, if the opposing team has possession, then the play is um, usually blown dead. Uh, but, you know, there are certain except exceptions where in the case of the opposing team having an immediate scoring chance, you know, then they allow the play to continue, right? But in this case, this was not immediate. There were a good three to four seconds at least of additional time, and the puck was not clearly in a shooting position when Hellebuck went down and the mask came off. So the goal never should have counted. Unfortunately, it did. The Jets got screwed, but then Josh Morrissey found himself on a breakaway uh, in overtime to win it, and the Jets come away with a crucial win over one of the best teams in the Central, Central Division and the entire NHL. So despite the referees, despite some really suspect officiating and a, a very controversial end of the uh, end of the regulation call, the Jets, again, were a super resilient bunch, showed that they aren't intimidated and came away you know, with a season series win over the Stars, which is pretty impressive. I mean, the Stars team, is fantastic, and they def I think they definitely showed it in the third period how much they could pour it on, but the Jets held strong and came away with Bones kind of uh, showing up his old former team. So congrats to the Jets for that one, but of course that was just one of you know a couple of games over the weekend. They had a second one against the Chicago Blackhawks, and did they take care of business? Well, the answer is yes, but <laughs> there are some extra little wrinkles added to that one because 
some surprise guests made some fun appearances in what was a pretty systematic route of the Hawks. Now we'll talk about what the Jets did right and, you know, anything that might stand out for, you know, maybe a moment of improvement here or there in just a little bit. But before we go any further, I do want to shout out our friends and partners at Simply Safe. If you've thought about securing your home with home security, but have been putting it off, you'll want to listen up right now. Locked on Jets listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. Here's why I highly recommend Simply Safe to all of my listeners. A lot of you right now are probably thinking about, you know, securing your home during the holidays, preventing package thefts, making sure that there aren't break-ins while you're on vacation. A lot of that is, you know, an anxiety-riddled time, right? So you want a security system that gives you all of the security features that you want with 24-7 professional monitoring and a whole host of technologically advanced security options to make sure that your home is a fortress. That's where Simply Safe comes in. They've got great features like a super handy-dandy app that allows you to uh, watch crystal clear HD security cam footage uh, live streaming right to your phone, whether you're at home or away. And um, they've also got a ton of great sensors and all of their sensors are backed by their fast protect technology, which allows them to not only collect evidence from the site of a sensor detection, but also determine what kind of threat it is, whether it's a breakout or break in, you know, maybe a flood, fire, whatever the threat is, they can ensure that the right first responders are there on scene and can help you prioritize police response. They've always got 24-7 professional monitoring agents watching your back. And the best part is... It costs less than the ADT traditional home security system at about a dollar or less per day. That's less than half the price of ADT system. And again, you know, you're getting all of these wonderful features and technologies rolled into the whole package. So don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL today. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. Thank you for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. We are about to take a look at Winnipeg versus Chicago, capping off a pretty interesting weekend of Jets hockey. You know, the first game, Dallas Stars on Friday, was a tough one. Maybe the Jets weren't exactly the better team in that game, but they came away with a huge win. And despite the circumstances where they probably should have won in regulation, they still won in overtime, even with the odds seemingly stacked against them. The Hawks, on the other hand, a lot uh, easier of an opponent, you should say, right? But let's be real. When it comes to any team in the NHL, it's one of those any given Sundays, in this case, quite literally, because it is a game on a Sunday, but you know, Chicago, not a team that you could take lightly, even if they're not that great. Now, before we tell you how Winnipeg systematically dismantled this Hawks team, I just wanted to make sure that you also heard about one of our other great podcasts and make your second listen of the day, Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter to the biggest stories in sports, go behind the, uh, behind the scenes and beyond the scoreboard with our local experts bringing you insights that only Locked On can provide. You can subscribe to Locked On Sports today on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, same as Locked On Jets, so be sure to do so right now. And as always, it is free, and we just really appreciate your support and love. Now, talking about the Jets versus the Hawks, this game was way less uh, tense, I would say, versus the Stars game. I was like 
kind of like on edge during the, the Dallas game because Dallas was hitting back on some dangerous counters. The Jets were having a little bit of trouble containing the Stars pressure, but the Jets still got it done and it was a pretty baller win. I admit I almost jumped out of my chair when Morrissey wanted an overtime. Pretty awesome game. And the Hawks game was also pretty awesome, to be honest. Now, the one thing I'll say, I'll get the, the nasty stuff out of the way. The Jets did give uh, Chicago a few too many high danger opportunities on counters, but you know they weren't that common, generally few and far between, probably until the second half of the game when the Jets were starting to let off the gas. Because at this point, Winnipeg was already up like, I don't know, 5-1, 5-2. You know, the Jets had built themselves a really nice lead, and it was from a cast of characters that you probably wouldn't expect. Um, for once, we saw Saku Manalainen actually scoring twice, which I didn't really expect. Uh, the first goal was a nice rebound opportunity thanks to um, uh, Baron, who had had a rebound off of, I think it was Muratsik's right pad. The the puck just kind of bounced right to Manalainen. He deposited right past the goalie and made it 2 nothing. Jansen Harkins had scored already in the first period. Uh, a great opportunity that was kind of like a, a rebound opportunity again. Lowry crashed the net. Harkins cashed in. And he just looks the part of a guy who is seemingly finding his way in a scoring role for the Jets in the bottom six, which is really important. I think Harkins, for me, is one of those guys who over the years has been maybe on the fringes of the Jets because he shows promise, but he just hasn't really been able to consistently put it together in a way where you're feeling like he's got it all, right? You're, you, you you see the scoring talent, the skill, the spatial awareness, but there was just something missing from his game. And ever since he got demoted to the AHL and was ripping it up with a moose, I don't know what changed, but he's come back up a different player and he looks really committed. He's attacking the slot. He's scoring a couple of goals and he's been really effective in this depth role. So congrats for Har yeah, for Harkins. Glad to see him really finding his footing. Saku, great evening for him. Uh, I think this was a game that he really needed because, to be honest, his start to the Jets' career hasn't really been impressive. I haven't noticed him very often, and I, I just felt like he was probably getting close to being benched pretty soon uh, compared to some of the guys who might be coming back. You know, Morgan Barron just came back and had a couple of assists, um, and you just felt like, or actually he only got credited with one assist, it looks like, but you just sort of felt like Saku, you know, when everyone started to get healthy and Gustafson returns, is Manalainen really due for this lineup? Well, it was kind of looking like the answer was no, but he had a two goal game. He looked a lot more assertive this evening and showed that he maybe still does have a place with this team. We'll see. Um, other than that, though, I mean, you saw the usual cast of contributors elsewhere. Kyle Connor had a great power play goal. Shifley had a beautiful play with Wheeler and Perfetti that resulted in his 11th of the season. And then Pierre-Luc Dubois kind of finished it off in the final period of action with a power play goal and a, I believe it was a tip or something uh, at even strength. Really chaotic game kind of late as the Hawks defense sort of fell apart. But just overall, you know, this was a pretty complete demolition of the Hawks. And you saw contributors all up and down the lineup. But one name that definitely got quite a few uh, mentions this evening was Josh Morrissey, who at first was credited with four points. They ended up knocking it down to three assists instead, but a hat trick of assists for him, all primary. Um, he continues his march on a massive season and just really happy for Josh. He seems really excited 
And uh, I'm, I'm happy to see him really sticking around as Winnipeg's best overall uh, attacking defender, right? So thinking about all of this, I thought I would also spend the last few minutes of this episode in just a little bit talking about some of the more recent arrivals, which players so far in the bottom six have really impressed me, and which ones might need to step up their game just a little bit to maintain a place with this squad. We'll talk about those players in just a little bit, but before we go any further, I do want to shout out our friends and partners at BetOnline.net. BetOnline is your number one source for all of the sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis you need this season. Whether you're looking to track professional or amateur sports, they've got all leagues out there from football to basketball, soccer, esports. They've got European football, World Cup odds, NHL hockey, AHL, ECHL, whatever you're into. They've got lines and odds for those as well. And if you're looking for more than just sports, They've also got Vegas casino games to make sure that you've got a little bit of everything. BetOnline wants to offer you all the fun you can handle. And if you're looking for something that's going a little bit beyond betting, they've also got sports podcasts, news articles, insight and analysis, all available at your fingertips. They want to make it super convenient to access the favorite sports of yours that you want to follow and keep up on so that you always make the most informed bets possible and get the maximum fan experience. It's really easy to get started. All you have to do is register for a free account at betonline.net on your laptop or mobile device right now because BetOnline is where the game starts. Hello, friends, and welcome back to these closing thoughts on tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. We are just wrapping up with a couple of quick thoughts on some of the depth players. We usually talk about Winnipeg's top six, so I thought it would be time to maybe talk about Winnipeg's bottom six, which... I think has surprised a lot of people, myself included. You know, the, the bottom six coming into this offseason, it was a bit of a sore spot from previous years. This time, I thought the Jets actually invested wisely and brought in some really good players. Sam Gagne got scratched against the Hawks, and I was a little bit disappointed by that. But, you know, maybe it was a lingering injury or something. Maybe he took an ox somewhere. So whatever the case, hopefully it's not a healthy scratch because I think this team tends to be better with him. I, I think Sam has been a really nice arrival, probably one of Winnipeg's better free agent signings over the last several years. He's got that spatial awareness, the scoring instincts. He's got great passing. The only thing that Sam doesn't entirely have is speed, and it's definitely noticeable in the transition game. But look, he's a guy that's being paid like league minimum. He is a veteran journeyman attacker, and he's fitting like a glove with the Jets. And I think Winnipeg hasn't always relied on a lot of foot speed. So in many ways, if there's a team that can make use of his passing and vision, it's the Jets. Uh, hopefully he comes back to the lineup soon and is fully healthy and fit to join because I really think, you know, when you're looking for a middle six forward who can really boost your Jets power play and even strength scoring, Sam has been a, a great find. Uh, Saku Mandelainen, on the other hand, I've been a little bit mixed. I, I alluded, it, uh, alluded to it earlier in the episode. I thought he's just been okay. I think his forechecking skill is definitely there, but like the puck management hasn't been ideal. The lack of points production, definitely an issue. Just not really impressed with him until he had that really big game against the Hawks. Maybe this will kickstart his confidence. Maybe that's all he really needed because we've seen in past seasons with like Carolina and stuff, there's a better player there. And I know that Saku certainly has the skill and work ethic. It's just kind of rounding out the other. skill for more full-time six roles. 
One of those guys is Mikey Isomum, who you know continues his point streak. I think this is like um, his third game with a, you know, a couple of points or so. Uh, yeah, he's you know he's he's had you know a couple of assists. He's had a goal recently. Uh, last three or four games, I mean, he's just suddenly finding footing at the NHL level, and I think it's really good to see him slotting in more point scoring because obviously the Jets haven't had a, a ton of scoring output this year from either the top six or the bottom six, especially the depth lines, but they're seemingly putting it all together. Lowry has definitely been a huge contributor there. I think he's having a great season. Guys like Isamont are really stepping up. Jansen Harkins, like I said earlier, has been having a bit of a resurgence since getting called up again. The last player I think that's really worth highlighting, though, and who I think has really impressed me beyond everyone else is David Gustafson. I think Gus... Apologies, folks. We just had a brief outage. Uh, I was just saying, I think of, of all of the bottom six players this year that I have been really impressed with, the one that I really keep coming back to is David Gustafson. I've talked about him before. You know that I'm a big fan of him. When it comes to exactly what I want out of a two-way center, he's got the spatial awareness, the physicality, the relentless work ethic, the passing, the vision, and he's actually got a pretty decent shot. Uh, he doesn't get to use it all that much, but you see him doing everything else to create play for his line mates. He has been an excellent four checker. He's been great on the PK. He's super smart with the details. He's like a coach's favorite kind of player. And I think once he starts to prove that he's more than what people have sort of cast him as, which is like this bottom six two-way center, I think they'll realize he's got a ton of skill that if you pair him with scorers, he's going to feast. This is a super smart player. I think that Gus has... I don't know. I wouldn't say the sky is a limit for him, but I think he's got a super high ceiling. I think that there is a lot in his game that I really enjoy, and I think a lot of you are starting to see it too. I've been a truther of, of Gus for a while now, and it's great to see him really carving out an any show role, staying healthy. Uh, he took a bit of a knock recently that I think kept him out of this Hawks game, but you know, so far the season's so good. So, you know, cross your fingers that he stays healthy and continues to impress because he is an absolute gem and a beast. I'd be curious to know what players have really stood out to you and which guys you're really hoping for more from. Let me know in the YouTube comments below or at my social medias at HLLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. We'll talk about some of those players perhaps on a future episode, maybe as soon as Tuesday's episode. We'll see. going to preview the Colorado Avalanche game on my birthday, which will be uh, a really fun game. This will be for first in the Central Division. So cross your fingers. Let's hope that the Jets pull it off. They have already shown us some really impressive things and beating uh, the Avs, even if it's on your own soil, still a huge accomplishment. Let's hope the Jets can give us that victory. For tonight's episode, though, that is going to be all the time that we have. Thank you so much for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, bringing you the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and our famous take of the day. It's available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms and YouTube, so like, follow, and subscribe right now. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Have a great night, and go Jets go.